besties, welcome to the Evolving Black Girl podcast, a self-improvement podcast showing the journey of a black girl as she navigates her 20s. I will be highlighting on faith, journey to medical school, motivation, discipline, and affirmations. My hope is to build a community of like-minded women to help each other as we navigate adulthood to become the best versions of ourselves. Hope you will stick around and find this entertaining or inspiring. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome back. I know it's been a while. I always start the episode by saying it's been a while, but it has been a while. Like, it's a whole new year right now. Happy New Year, everybody. There's been a lot that's happened since the last time. First of all, I graduated. <laughs> Yay! Other than that, like, school's over. Right now, I'm just studying for MCAT. So, that's what's occupying my mind other than work. I've been trying to come up with a new episode, but it's been really hard trying to find a perfect transition episode for the new year while I also like have other things in store. So for this year, I really want to focus more on the pod and just bring more voices in the podcast so that we can hear different perspectives. And I really hope we can all learn from each other from the different episodes. I think I might do like six to 10 guest episode thing with each episode focusing on a different aspect of navigating through adulthood in different stages too so i hope you guys will like the whole series but other than that let's get on to today's topic so today's topic is patience during the wait and this topic is actually going to be more of a faith-based approach so before we start today's episode i'd want to do something different today's episode because it's very faith-based i'd like to start by praying so that it's not my words you're hearing but god's words through me so let's pray thank you lord for the day thank you lord for bringing us to yet another beautiful day I know it's been hard. There are so many people who weren't able to make it, Lord. Please comfort their families. But as we've started this day, Lord, please encourage us throughout the whole day. Be with us. Guide us and protect us. There are so many things we want in life. There are so many questions we're asking. There are so many things we're waiting on, Lord. Please, Lord, throughout the whole way, Lord, please give us patience. Give us kindness to our souls to be kind to ourselves, Lord, during the whole wait. Protect us, Lord. Be with our families. Be with our friends. Be with our loved ones, Lord. May the words I speak throughout this episode not be my words, but Lord, please inspire me. Talk through me, Lord. Help me encourage someone who needs you right now. Be with each and every person, Lord, listening to this. Protect and be with them, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. First of all, let's start with a disclaimer. Whatever words I say in today's episode, please take it with a grain of salt. If it helps you, that will be great. If you don't believe in God, I'm not trying to change your beliefs. I'm just trying to spread the love that God has given me. But if you feel like this is not helpful to you, this does not align with your beliefs, please feel free to just listen to it, to take whatever you want to take from it, or just listen to one of my other episodes. I really hope you just find it inspiring and because that's the whole goal of this episode so before i start this episode i would like to start by first defining what patience and waiting is 
I mean, it's pretty obvious that we all know what it means, but I just wanted to lean on what the dictionary says so that I can derive that throughout this whole episode. So, according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, waiting means to remain stationary in readiness or expectation, while patience, according to the Oxford dictionary, means the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. I mean, honestly speaking, I know we all don't like to wait or be patient. I think we live in such a world where we're used to things coming our way and like, if you want something, we'll order it and it'll come in. I mean, that's why we have things like DoorDash. If I want to go get food, but I'm too lazy to get out of my house, I just DoorDash it. It'll be here in like less than 30 minutes. Or if I want a package so badly, if I want to buy new shoes, um, groceries even, or even just any tech equipment, I can just look on Amazon and I can Amazon Prime it. Even the same day, I can get it on the same day. We're so used to having everything come our way that words such as patience and waiting become such a pain in our behinds. But... In order to get the good things in life, as we are all told, you have to wait and you have to be patient. And I myself, I'm pretty impatient. And I guess throughout adulthood and as I'm going through life, what I'm learning more is to be patient. And to learn to be patient. And just the journey to learning to be patient is not an easy one. I have to cultivate it through the hardest times. And as it said, with patience, it's the capacity to accept and tolerate delay. There's so many things in life and the good things in life come when you wait. Let's say I've been waiting for something for a long time. The weight of that thing becomes this built up expectation of something is coming something is coming that can easily be translated to anxiety if you start worrying about it too much worrying about this future thing that you're waiting for too much but i would say between waiting and getting what you need you can either wait while being anxious about it or wait while being patient about whatever you're waiting for so the verse of today i have several verses that i'm gonna give you all throughout this whole episode but the key verse that i'll be giving today comes from psalms chapter 37 verse 5 and 7 and it says commit thy ways unto the lord trust in him and he shall bring it to pass rest in the lord and wait patiently for him Fret not thyself, because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. So while we're reading, I feel like the biggest thing that discourages during the way is, let's say you're waiting for something, you've been waiting for something for so long, but you look at someone else, and the thing that you're waiting for, you waited for for years, they got it in a matter of days or weeks, and then you start questioning, like, what am I not doing right? that I am not getting this thing that I've been waiting for for so long. 
Maybe you're waiting for, let's say, the next stage in your life, whether that be something school-related, career-related, love. Maybe it's your girlfriend or boyfriend that you're waiting for. Maybe it's your future spouse that you're waiting for. Whatever stage in life that you are in that you're waiting for. Sometimes it gets discouraging when you're waiting for something and then you just look on the side and you're like, oh my goodness, you are happy for people who are excelling and are getting all these things but you are also questioning yourself like when will it be me when will i be enjoying this same things too but this message today i really hope that at the end of this episode you'll feel inspired you'll feel encouraged during your wait and you will know that what you're waiting for is not in vain whatever it is you're waiting for it will come to fruition at the end and for me honestly there's so many things i'm waiting for I think just after I finished college right now, I'm in a weird transition period where I have so many things that are happening in my personal life, so many big decisions that I'll need to make within the next year that will determine most of my future. One of the key examples of what I'm waiting for is that if I don't wait patiently, I'll be easily anxious about is medical school. There's so many requirements that we'll, I'll have to get done to get my application through and like just waiting to hear because toward the end of this year, I'll be waiting to hear from colleges, from universities on whether or not I'm accepted to medical school. And I'm claiming it by God's grace that by the end of this year, I'll have a testimony of getting into a school. But while I'm waiting for that to happen, I can just wait without working because waiting without working is pointless let's say if you want to win the marathon tomorrow you can't just wait on the lord to win the marathon tomorrow if you're not practicing during the wait going back to the definition of waiting waiting means to remain stationary in readiness or expectation so while you're waiting while you're being stationary you're preparing this topic was inspired by a conversation I had with one of my friends about waiting. Most of the times, we might get into this situation where we're waiting for something, but because we're so anxious about what we're waiting for, we forget to prepare or we procrastinate. And I feel like one of the ways I can easily fall into the pit of procrastination during my wait is starting to plan, but focusing too much on what I'm planning versus what I'm doing. Yes, plan for what you're waiting for. But instead of planning all the time, plan into easily fulfillable tasks that you can do so that you can start working toward what you're waiting for. If you're waiting to become fit, if you want to get, let's say, a summer body, you can't just sit there and just expect because you're waiting for this summer body that it will come eventually with time faith without actions is dead we have to make actions that are working toward what we're waiting for actionable steps little tasks here and there because if we start planning ahead and we're not planning big tasks we might easily just lose track of what we were working toward at the end Another thing that comes in mind is the vision board. This year, I don't know why, but I've just been struggling to necessarily like form a vision board. I think the reason why is because I really want to claim this year and I really want you all to to claim this year. So 
going back on the vision board i have nothing against vision boards actually last year i made my own vision board and surprisingly most of the things i had in my vision board i was able to achieve them by the end of the year i fall into this trap of like planning too much that i, I procrastinate just planning things instead of actually doing things instead of trying to do things i really want to do things this year to make actions toward becoming this version of myself that i really want to change to be because i feel like i'm at the point where if not now then when if not now getting this goals when will i get those goals if i keep on waiting for these goals to happen without making making this steps toward the goals i'll just fall into the pit of procrastination again so another way like i can easily fall into the pit of procrastination is when whenever you're feeling inspired you're trying to be motivated to becoming this version of yourself let's say there is a specific version that you're looking toward and there's some people you look on social media that are in that spot already i feel like sometimes i get into like the same pit and tiktok where i look at these people who are living this lives i aspire to live in the future who are having these goals i am aspiring to have in the future and i focus too much on like looking at their life from that lens that i forget that i want to make my life that way so by looking at others so much i am taking the focus away from the fact that i should be working i should be making these steps toward getting to that Yes, it's great inspiration. Don't get me wrong. It's really great inspiration to see that if I work hard, if I follow these steps, I'll eventually get there. But let us not slowly fall into this bit where we're always looking and never doing. Going into the verses that we have, I'll just say the verses one by one and what I get from the verse and everybody has different views, you might be getting something different but please, when you have time, I will leave all the verses in the show notes. You can just take your own time to just look at it and it can just be your devotional for the day, your inspiration for the day. So while preparing for this, I looked for a couple of verses that had to do with patience and waiting and this is some of the verses that i found in first john chapter 5 verse 14 it says we have courage in god's presence because we are sure that he hears us and if we ask him for anything that is according to his will in the good news Bible translation in the in another translation i would like to read verses in different translations just in case i don't get the meaning the first time by looking at another translation, maybe they might use a different word that I can relate to better. So in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, in the King James Version, it says that, So, and this in the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. So, if we ask anything, we present it upon the Lord. If we go to God say, God, I'm waiting for a specific thing maybe i'm waiting for a breakthrough in my career maybe i'm waiting for a breakthrough in my studies maybe this is the semester i really really need to raise my gpa maybe this is the year i really really need to get into the next stage in my life maybe this is the the year i really really need to open this project that i've been waiting for i've been working toward i just need his guidance lord if we ask as it says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. If we ask anything 
and believe that we have it, that God has given it to us, his will will be done. There's some stories, a couple of stories in the Bible that talk about like the patient waiting. Abram and Sarah, the classic example, they were waiting for a son. They hadn't had a son and they were getting old. But God told them that you will get a son within a year, within this specific time you'll get a son. Now imagine waiting for, let's say, 99 years. And then after waiting for 99 years, being unsuccessful in your wait, then you ask God for something. And he says, just wait a little bit longer. I'm preparing something better for you. You might feel discouraged sometimes, but to some of you might be encouragement that if only I wait for just this 365 days, I will find this breakthrough. Some of us might fall short during the wait. We might feel like this wait has been too long for us. We can't keep on going on any longer. We, we just want to give up in the middle of a wait. And that's what happened with Abraham too. Abraham was promised a son, but he, instead of waiting for that time that God told him that he will get a son, they doubted God. Even Sarah laughed at God, but God still fulfilled his wish. But while Abraham was waiting and fell short of waiting, he was becoming impatient. And through his impatience, he slept with Haggai and God Ishmael instead of his promised son that God was we was just telling him to wait a little bit longer but just because Abraham fell short and became impatient God did not discredit him God still gave him his promised son and that's what's crazy sometimes I feel like during our walk with God during our waiting period we might easily fall short and we might easily just lose our patience but we have a loving and kind God who does not take fault in what we're doing. We are his prodigal sons. He is willing to wait for us. He is willing regardless of all the sins we make in life. As long as we ask for his forgiveness, God is willing to take us back in. Even I fall short. I am not perfect. There are several times I keep on asking God for things. I keep on asking God to deliver me from certain things that are making me fall short of his grace. Sometimes I fall, but regardless of the times I fall down, God still picks me up. God never, never, ever gets tired of me. God will never, ever get tired of you too. So another verse that I had was Romans chapter 8 verse 25 and it says, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And this is the Good News Bible translation. I'll just repeat it again. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. In the King James Version, for Romans 8 verse 25, it says that, But if we hope for what we see not, then do we, with patience, wait for it. I'll just go to verse 24 because I feel like those two verses really go hand in hand. So Romans chapter 8 verse 24 and 25 in the King James Version says, For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for what we see not, then do we, with patience, wait for it. You can hope for something that's going to happen automatically. Let's say that after 5.59, it's going to be 6 p.m. We know that it happens. We see that it happens all the time. So if we're hoping for something that we see that happens all the time, 
what are we hoping for hope is there and like us patiently waiting we're waiting for something we don't see yet we hope to see in the future so if we're hoping to see something in the future we need to patiently wait for it ask god's guidance ask god to be with us fill us with patience throughout the whole journey it's not going to be an easy one if you really want to do well in your class you need to put in the work there's sometimes in my college life where i really worked hard in a class i've gone to all the tutoring sessions that we have in the course i have done the supplementary materials i've done the extra work and sometimes it's beyond our control and that's when we just let god do it that's when we let go and let God do. It. God literally is waiting for us. He's patiently yearning for us to just live it at his feet, at his hands because he got us and he got our situation in control. He got whatever we have going on in control. Whether it's that sickness that's bothering you, God knows your end. God sees that time when we'll no longer be sick. If it's that exam that you're patiently waiting for, if it's that project that you're patiently waiting to come to fruition, if it's that YouTube channel that you're waiting to really do well, you've been putting in the work, if it's that TikTok account, Instagram account, or just any project that you have, honestly speaking, you've been waiting to see this breakthrough in this project. God is just saying, just let me do it for you. Give me control over your life. The best verse to go with that is Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him, and I will sup with him and he with me. And that's the King James Version. In another translation, the Good News translation, it says, Listen, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and they will eat with me. Whatever you're waiting for, you know, whatever you need deliverance from, whatever you need a breakthrough from, God is just saying, I am outside. I am waiting for you. I just need you to give me permission to enter. I just need you to give me a chance to work in your life, to work a miracle in your life. When I tell you, honestly, this past year, I had testimonies back and forth. I couldn't have done it by myself. There's so many times I felt like I was falling. There's so many times that I felt like it was my end, that nothing was coming together. That all the times I put in the work, but I was not seeing where the work was going through. It wasn't until the end that I saw, like, that I let God. Like, when I tell you, I literally just let it, left it to God. So one of my biggest testimonies that happened, like to me, that was a big miracle. It was my infectious processes. It was the last elective that I needed to graduate. From the start to the end, that class was just a lot. The fact that I had to memorize everything in the class, I had to understand every single process, know it by heart and like just write it down like an essay in the exam was daunting. and. It wasn't just that. I had that in my advanced neurobiology class on the same day, tests on the same day. And so I had to study for both classes too. And both were hard. And so for my infectious processes, every single time before the test, I literally felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like I hadn't studied enough. I had studied, but it seemed like all the things I studied for was just evaporating. And sometimes I get test anxiety where I, like, I would study my all and then I go into the test 
and I just blank out. And I remember throughout the whole semester, I just kept on asking God, like, God, just help me pass this course. Help me pass this course. So this course had five tests that were free response questions, 30 free response questions in that course. And it was like 30 plus hard free response questions in the course. And the professor made it easy that if you finish the five tests, if you get an A in the five tests, you don't have to take the final. And I really, really did not want to take the final, considering the fact that the final would just be everything in the course. Mind you, every single test was hard. There was no easy test in that class. And so it would be everything combined. So it would be, it was like, I think it was 50 to 60 questions, free response questions, no multiple choice, free response. I was like, I really don't want to deal with this. There's so much I'll have to know. So I just wanted to put my all in each and every test. And I remember the first test I did okay. And then the second test, I bombed it. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know how I'm going to do it. We were supposed to have a test and then the hurricane came in. And so after like, after the hurricane passed, we took the test. And this was the time we had a power outage. There was like so much damage all around Orlando. And we were expected to take this test and pass. But thank God, when we went to take the test, the professor said, I know that it's been tough. And instead of just dropping one one test to do the final, I've decided that if this is your lowest test, you can drop it. And still, as long as you get A's on the other four tests, you'll be good and you'll not have to take the final. Because previously he had said, you only need, like, if you if you don't do well, you, are, you only have one grace, but you'll need to take the final. Because it's for the five tests, but he had changed that in his syllabus, so we can still be exempt from the final if we do well on the other tests so i remember like it was like at the end of the semester i had an 87 in the class i needed a 90 to get an a in the class and i was just calculating all the numbers i needed to get an a in the class literally the day before my fifth test before the final i was like let me just randomly calculate how many questions I need, how many questions I can fail to still get an A in this class. When I tell you I calculated my grades and he literally said I needed to get a hundred to get an A in the class. I was like, this is just a disaster. This is me preparing to fail and I should just accept it as is. And I literally, I got so discouraged. I was like, why God? Like, why did you have to wait after I've pushed all throughout the semester? Why did it have to be that this one, this one specific test? And mind you, like this test was actually shorter than the other tests. And instead of instead of the test being out of a hundred points, it was out of seventy five points. So already it weighed less than the other tests did. So and I had less chances to fail to get the to get a good grade to pass the test. So I was just like I was just stressing out, and I was like. Like, why did it have to be till now? Why did I work all this long for me to fail now? Why now? And this was, and mind you, the test was like on the last day before the final. So this determined whether I had to take the the final in like three days time. And I was like, I don't even know if I have time to now start reviewing for the whole semester in three days. So I just 
literally had this thing where I used to study till like 2 a.m. and then I'll sleep for like three hours and wake up early in the morning and studying like study again and like just go to the test hoping to pass. But this time I was like, I'm tired and I'm done. Like I'm literally done studying. There, this is beyond my control. I can't do anything about it. So I will just leave it to God. And I just felt this weird sense of calmness. I don't even know how to explain it. But I just felt this weird sense of calmness. And so, because it was the last day of classes too, I was like, let me just go sleep. And things will will literally work. Things are going to be great. I still had doubts in myself. And I still had doubts in God doing what he gave this gave me this weird sense of calmness i like it was it's almost i felt like it was the calm before the storm so i was just thinking like so i'm being this calm maybe i'm gonna fail and i should just accept it so i had put an alarm to wake up at the 5 a.m that i was supposed to wake up so i can study but i woke up at 5 a.m and i was like what i don't even feel like studying i can't change anything i have this test at 9 a.m there's nothing I can change right now. I've tried my best to study everything I can study. There's nothing I can do right now. So the best thing I can do is just praise God. Literally. It sounds crazy, but I just had a 30-minute session where I was just singing praise music. I just felt so inspired. Instead of having the doubt, my doubt became inner peace. And I just had this thing where I was like, I'm just going to leave it to God and I'm going to wait on him and he will fulfill his wishes. There is a reason why he just gave me this sense of calmness. And so a backstory before this, I know this like story has been a bit long and this episode is going to be a bit long too. I hope you guys will like it though. So other than this test being like the final determining test of whether I'm passing this class or not, the professor had also said that because it takes him usually a week to grade the test because he has to like ungrade every single test because it's a free response. He said that after the tests, the people who got an A in the course will get their results first. So they will see their grades first. The people who don't see their final grades and test grades on the same day that we took the test, be ready to come in the next day to review the final. And so I was like, let me just sign up for the Zoom meeting that we will have like for the practice just in case so that I can just prepare myself for failure because i don't know what's gonna happen so literally spend my time praising and i remember the song that inspired me the most that day was put a praise on it by tasha cobbs leonard and the lyric says that there's a miracle in this room with my name on it there's a healing in this room and it's here for me there's a breakthrough in this room and it's got my name on it so i'm gonna put a praise on it i'm gonna put a praise on it somebody put a praise on it i literally just kept on singing that song over and over again i'm just gonna praise him i'm gonna praise him in my distress i'm gonna praise him in my in my hard times in my hardships i'm gonna praise him this aligns with a verse in james we're in verses two king james version my brethren Actually, I'm going to read verse 2, 2, 4, and it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let the patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If you lack wisdom, let him ask God, 
that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of sea, driven in the wind and tossed. In Good News Translation, My brothers and sisters, consider yourself fortunate when all kinds of trials come your way. For the when faith succeeds in facing such trials, the result is the ability to endure. Make sure that your endurance carries all the way without failing, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. But if any of you lack wisdom, you should pray to God, who will give it to you, because God gives generously and graciously to all. But when you pray, you must believe and not doubt at all. Whoever doubts is like a wave of sea that is driven and blown away by the wind. While I was waiting, I was just putting a praise on it. I was just praising God throughout all of it because I knew that he had me covered at the end. So after I'm done praising the Lord, I just said, since I feel like I'm in good spirits, let me just prepare myself. So instead of me stressing out about my exam, I just went to the exam being oblivious. I, I woke up that day, I prepared myself, I had like a cute outfit on, I was like, I have this thing where I always tell myself that if I fail, at least let me fail looking cute. Because I, I don't want to be failing my exam and I look like trash, you know, so I'll feel like trash. So at least let me look cute so that if I get some compliment along the way, at least I look great while failing. So, and that's silly. <laughs> but all in all, I go to the test and I just say, what? God take over, take control. I go, look at the test. Mind you, God give me this, this strength, this, this calmness. And I look at the test and I do not know what's going on in the test. Like I literally blanked out and I'm like, oh my goodness, now why did I do this? But at this point, I just chose, I mean, if I've already trusted God this much, let me just keep on trusting him a little bit longer, leave it all to him. And he got me covered. So I take the test, I finish, and then I come back home. I even tell, like, I tell my boyfriend and my, and my family and I'm like, I failed the test. Let me start preparing because, like, I don't even think I'm going to do well. So let me just start preparing for the final. So I started, like, looking at the final materials. And I looked and he had, like, 120 slides that we had to memorize all page by page, slide by slide. And I was like, I guess that's what we need to do. At least we have, like, three days to memorize this whole thing. So I continue about my day. And then I don't remember where I was specifically. I think I was driving back home. I was done hanging out with my friends. Come back home. And on the way home, I literally saw this notification that said the professor has uploaded the results. And mind you, the professor said that if he uploads the results on the same on the same day, that means you don't have to take the final. That means you got an A in the class. You don't have to take the final at all. You're done with a course like that. So in my head, I'm just like... Oh, Maybe I'm overthinking, maybe I'm overthinking, maybe I'm overthinking. I get to a stop sign and I literally look at my grade. Mind you, remember, if like going back, I said that for me to get an A in the class, I needed a hundred percent. And I was like, there is no way I'm getting a hundred percent because I didn't know half of the things in that test. Or I thought I didn't know half of the things in that test. I look at my grade and when I tell you I asked God for a hundred and he literally gave me a hundred. I had to put a praise on it. There is no way I would have done it myself. There is no way something like that could have happened just from my doing. 
There is nothing I can do. I put it all to God. And so this whole testimony is to just to remind you that whatever you're waiting for, it might get discouraging. It will get discouraging, but fear not. Frail not. Do not be discouraged because God has you in control. God has you in mind. You're his perfect child. And just like how parents take care of their children, God is always taking care of you. He's taking care of your troubles. He knows you're suffering. But he's just letting you know that if you just wait on a little bit longer, just hold on a little bit longer, he's got you covered. He's got you right where he needs you. This has been a long episode, but I really hope that all these words have been encouraging to you. And so I will leave you guys with a bunch of verses that hopefully will be encouraging to you guys as they are encouraging to me. And I hope that when you need courage, when you need patience, when you need God to just work in you. And I hope that all these words I'm saying are not just coming from me and I'm coming from God. I'm dedicating these words to you guys. I'm only being used as a vessel. I hope that God himself is speaking to you right now. God is encouraging you. God is telling you to hold on, to wait. And what you've been waiting for will be coming sooner than you've expected. So finishing off this episode, the last few verses that I had in mind, you know, I encourage you guys to just, when you have time, look at look through those verses yourselves and just find something encouraging in these verses. And so the next verse is Isaiah 40 verse 31 and it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. And that's the King James Version. So in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. In Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slow to do what he has promised, as some think. Instead, he is patient with you. Because he does not want anyone to be destroyed. But wants all to turn away from their sins. In Romans chapter 12 verse 2, it says, do not confirm yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and what is pleasing to him and is perfect. In James 1 verse 17, it says, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father who created all the lights in heavens. He is always the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. And the last verse is Romans 8 verse 28 and it says, And we know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord, for them who are called according to his purpose. So as we're starting this year, I really wanted to start this year by just dedicating the year to God. And I want this year to be for him, all on him, everything to be done according to his will. I don't want this year to be directed by my worldly desires, by all these things I want for myself. I want all of us to just take a moment to dedicate this year all our plans. As it says in Jeremiah 29 11, dedicate all our plans to him and he will fulfill all the things. He will work everything 
in his right timing. I am not patient, but I'm going to let God transform me to be patient. I was actually very scared to do something very faith-based in my podcast or just in any of my platforms because I really find myself to be a shy person, but I also love to speak about the the Lord. And that's why this episode is so long, but I really hope that at the end of it all, you got something from me, you got encouraged, and when you need it the most, whatever time you'll find this episode, this episode will be so fulfilling to you. It will fill your cup really well god will work in you you will not be hearing my voice but you will be hearing his voice through me just as we started this episode we're gonna end it with prayer let's pray thank you lord for the day thank you lord for this time that we've dedicated to you thank you lord for this morning thank you lord for this evening or whatever time we're listening to this Please, Lord, we're dedicating our lives to you. We're dedicating this whole year to you. We're saying this year, let not our will be done, but yours be done, Lord. Guide and direct our paths throughout this whole year. Direct our year. May this year be fulfilling. May this be a year that we're all getting closer to you. May this be a year that miracles are working in our lives. May this be a year that we're putting a praise, that we're getting testimonies over and over again of how much you're working in us, how much your will is working in us. Lord, we're not perfect, but in you, you renew us every day to be perfect. You work in us, and your grace is perfect in us, Lord. Heal us, protect us, protect our family, protect whoever hears this voice. Renew them, transform them, Lord. Work in them. Work in me, Lord. I am not perfect, Lord. Please, Lord, help me. Please, Lord, may the Holy Spirit work in us, Lord. Activate the Holy Spirit. And may we do your will, Lord. May we not conform to this world and all the many things that are going on in this world. May we not be doubtful, Lord. But keep on trusting in you. Keep on trusting that your will will be done. Your word will be done. And your your word will be fulfilled. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you so much again for listening. Please, may this episode be renewing and transforming to you. And may you have a blessed day. And if you like this episode, please send me a DM, leave a comment or review in the podcast. And just let me know if you want to hear or listen to more of this episodes if it helped you in any way i would be glad and i hope you got something from it i hope that i have inspired you and god has inspired you and god will transform you may this year be a year that we're getting things done we're doing according to god's will and god's miracles are working in our lives please have a blessed day in the name of the lord And I hope the rest of your day will be great. See you the next time I upload an episode. And just as a reminder, I'm going to start a new series where I'm going to be inviting a bunch of guests in the podcast. And if you want to be one of the guests, I'll be really pleased to have you on the show. So please let me know. Have a blessed day in the Lord. And may this day be fulfilling and inspiring to you. Amen. Bye.